So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 96 for March 19th, 2017. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruce. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Aroa McFain. I just woke up. And that's it. That's that's the only people that are here this week. What what games have you played this week, Aroa? Um, well, the wife's uh, Switch came in, so I played Zelda for like an hour last night. How is that? Are you liking it? Uh, I think it's pretty great. I'm going to have to wait and see like how it opens up because right now it seems like it's going to get pretty repetitive pretty quickly, but I'm not going to judge it based on my hour of playing and like two or three hours of watching. Yeah. I watched Katie is very slow at playing the game. I I noticed I watched a little bit of you guys playing last night. Yeah. Uh, It's, um, it's kind of like, I can't, I can't, like, I'm not upset or anything. It's just kind of silly to see her, like, struggling with very basic puzzles in my mind. Yeah. But. I don't know. Some of the puzzles are, are uh, insane. I played last night, and I did a uh, one of the Guardian Beasts, uh, the Divine uh, Beasts or whatnot. The, yeah, it's a Divine Beast thing. And those puzzles, are not only are they puzzles, but they're, like, you have to go and you have to get take control of certain parts of them. Basically, you get like a control thing on your Sheikah. And you have to manipulate the environment. So the one that I played last night, like there were three rings inside and you had to rotate them. Uh, and so like the r- room rotated when you did it. So. Oh, so that happens multiple times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably so. shouldn't have told Katie about the. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, because she she was at the uh, the shrine where you do the the roll the ball thing. Uh, oh right, 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 right. And I was and I was like, well, everybody that I've ever listened to like play that, they basically talked about returning the entire maze upside down and just rolling it around on the flat surface, and. <laughs> and no, I guess I wish I hadn't done that because it would so, have been way better so, for her to discover that on her no, own. No, 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 this is different. This is different. Oh, this is a different thing. Yeah, okay. so this okay, is, good. there are three sections and you can like pinpoint each section and rotate it. So there are like three things inside that will rotate that part of the room when you press oh, the button. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Okay, it, so not, not, I, didn't, I didn't ruin her experience. No, that's, no, you didn't. That's all I heard about. Yeah, uh, so you played a little bit of Zelda. Do you play anything else this week besides uh, Project Diva or whatever it is? Um, I bought Horizon Zero Dawn um, basically as a stopgap between Katie getting Zelda and and me getting Zelda because I wanted something to play that was along the same lines. And uh, that game continues to be good. Um, and it continues to be really interesting. Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, yeah. Um, I uh, I haven't been able to play it since the Switch came in, pretty much. And your wife um, has had uh, your wife has had the Switch and TV taken up, I would imagine. 
yeah, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking uh, whenever I go back up, I'm gonna be like, hey, so why don't you put it in portable mode and let me play the game I spent sixty dollars on? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um. So we'll probably do that. Uh. But yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn very, very much surprised me because I I was hyped about the trailers, uh, way back at you know whenever they announced it. But then I found out it was from Guerrilla Games, and I was like, Killzone guys making an open world game, but it just keeps getting better. And like, I, I thought that there would be like maybe 10 different robot types, but they keep making new ones. Oh. <laughs> and like, they're all totally different. Well, that's and neat. It, it, yeah, it blows my mind. So really excited to keep playing that. Um, and, the, and the story is just like so intriguing and keeps throwing curveballs oh. that I I did not like I keep like like very early on even I thought that it was going in a totally predictable direction and then just boom cultists and I'm like what the fuck and <laughs> a whole bunch of shit happens and the game is completely different now like in terms of where the how the story was working so it, it's yeah, great game. Um, is it as good as Zelda? <sighs> I can't say that for sure yet because I haven't played or seen enough of Zelda. Um, that's because you haven't the, been watching my streams. That's true. Yeah, um, but I also have tried to avoid. I, I haven't wanted to have much of Zelda spoiled for me if I could avoid it. What? So um, here's a, here's another question. Why don't you? Instead of getting a Switch, why don't you get Zelda for the Wii U? Because I know I'm going to get a Switch eventually. And you want to have a game for it? And I want to have a game for it, and also I want to be able to play Zelda on the go anyway. Like, right, I would right. like I would like to be able to play, or at least play Zelda at the same time that Katie's playing Zelda, or like play Zelda down in the basement. And stuff like basically do what the Wii U should be able to do, but can't because it's fucking Wi-Fi antenna is shit. Which well, now that I think about it, I guess I could just like solder a big wire onto the Wi-Fi antenna in the in the uh, Wii U or something. Do it. That would be do pretty it. funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just a matter. It, it's really just because I can't transfer my save from the Wii U to the Switch. Because if I could, I, w- I would just do that. And then once I could afford the Switch, sell Zelda for Wii U, and then just pick it up on the Switch. But That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, our player, create a profile and play your wife's console. Well, I, I did that last night. Um, it's just that, like, I'm not going to be able to play Zelda to any extent until she's done. Well, and, and for some reason, you cannot save... Like, you can't be like, oh, this is my profile and have them have a cloud save of it. So you can't transfer it yeah. to a new Switch when you get one. Exactly. That was, uh, whenever I found that out, I was like, you fucking, really, guys? They did so many other smart things with the Switch, specifically with, like, region locking. And then they pull that shit where it's like, nope, the save is on the internal storage. There's no way to back it up. Nothing. It's you're fucked. Fuck you. <laughs> I so those are the only games you've been playing, correct? Yep. Uh, I okay. want near Automata, but I have to wait. I have been playing um 
Lost Odyssey, which is Final Fantasy for the Xbox 360, basically. Before Final Fantasy actually came to the Xbox 360 and was worse than Lost Odyssey. Very good game. Uh, really like it. I think I'm getting towards the end, finally. So, I don't know. I know I'm on the third disc, I want to say. And there's only four discs in the game. And I just got the last character that you get. So, doing pretty good. And, of course, I've been playing Legend of Zelda. I also played, uh, got my phone stolen out of a bathroom. That was that was a good game. That was, a, that was me. So, it was out, out of a bathroom? Yeah, I went to the bathroom and I set my, my phone on the... Uh, uh, toilet paper rollers and i got up went had f- i got out of there you know washed my hands everything left had food about 15 20 minutes later i was like oh shit i left my my phone in there and it was really dead at the restaurant i was at but apparently the restaurant is connected to like a mall type thing that mm. shares the they share the bathroom and so i went back into the bathroom and it was gone uh, and of course, uh, whoever picked it up had turned it off, so I can't find it. What a fucker. Yeah. And, and, you know, I get it. Like I shouldn't have left it there, but on the other hand, I like my friend was like, well, that was your fault. I'm like, no, you can't, it, you can't victim blame. For yeah. That. That, that's my thing. You're, you're blaming the victim. Like people, people try to blame the victim for all sorts of things. It's like, no, no, that's not like it's not my fault that somebody stole my phone. Yes, I left it there and that was unsafe, but it's still the person who stole the phone is the person at fault here. Yeah. So, um, they got a nice $750 phone and now I have a decent $150 phone. So, <laughs> uh, and, and there, the, the thing about it though is the parts about the pixel that I'm going to miss the most are kind of the most, useless parts of it um i i really like uh android pay but but you know it's not something that i really need and most places around here don't have android pay yet like they don't have the ability to do it so the only place i ever use it is mcdonald's (laughs) i think i think i've used it at mcdonald's and like safeway those are the only two places i've ever used it and then the fingerprint scanner Oh, I love the fingerprint scanner on it. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's not something that I really need. So, and and that's really all I use my phone for is to maybe watch the occasional YouTube video. I text and I listen to Spotify. Uh, And I, and I, I do record my, uh, YouTube videos on the phone at, uh, 1080p 60 frames a second, which I will have to change now because the, Moto G4 that I got it only has 1080p at 30 frames a second, but really it's not that big of a deal. So I still owe $500 on the phone though. That's, that's a big deal. Yeah, but, that's some shit. But I figure I'm not going to spend another $750 on a Pixel, especially when, and we were talking about before the podcast, the Pixel 2 should come out at the end of the year. Yep. So, or at the beginning of next year, I would imagine. So I will pay off the current Pixel, and then if the Pixel 2 looks promising, I'll just pick up that because I'll have the Google Store financing or whatnot still. So anyway, let's get to talking about some racism. 
Racism. Racism. Uh, John Tron. That's what we're talking about. So John Tron is John Jafari, which sounds like a Disney villain because it's Jafar. He's a popular YouTube gamer, uh, comedian, I guess. Uh, He's a comedian? Yeah, I would would call him that. Oh, that's that's weird. I just I wouldn't call him a comedian. I call him a YouTuber and a YouTube personality. But I want to. I don't know if I would call a comedian somebody who does stand up. Yeah, I mean it's. I guess that's part of the the whole new media thing. Is like what what is a comedian? Yeah, what is an entertainer? What is entertainment? We're redefining these things every day. Right. So he's a founding <laughs> member of Normal Boots, which is a network of channels including Did You Know Gaming, Peanut Butter Gamer, Game. He used to be on Game Grumps. Um, so yeah, he, but then he said the N word way too many times, and he had to get kicked out. Oh, is that why he got kicked out? No, it was it, it was creative differences partially, and also that Chantron wanted to do more like sketch based stuff, and uh, just wasn't having a lot of fun. Yeah, ironically, I think, I think yeah, I think Jontron. Uh, I, I read part of it saying that like he wanted to focus on his own show. And which I mean, it's doing really well. It's over a million subscribers, so I can't really say anything because I have eight hundred subscribers on YouTube. YouTube dot com forward slash Reeton. So, um, he he got into a little bit of uh, uh, stupid. He got stupid on Twitter and did some did what you're not supposed to do on Twitter, and that's say controversial things if you're a member. Of kind of uh, the the press, I guess. Like he's 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 a popular person on YouTube, and if you say anything anything controversial on one side or the other, it's going to cause issues with a certain percentage of your fan base. What he did was he said something that was pretty offensive to a wide majority of his fan base. Uh, he says uh, Steve King doesn't want his country invaded by people who have contempt for his culture and people. Nazi. Of course he's talking about <laughs> not Stephen King, Steve King, who is a uh, politician. And, of course, Steve King is very anti-Muslim. Mm-hmm. So, so and, and that's fine. Uh, that wasn't as bad as it can get, because I think it gets worse. It's still pretty bad. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Steve King, like... Like if you've heard Steve King's statement on like like what this is referencing, no. he's, he's basically going, he's basically going, we can't we we can't have like minorities coming into this country, we we can't have people from we can't have immigrants, immigrants will ruin American culture. Yes. Oh, like, okay. We, we like the quote that they use in here was we can't restore our civilization with someone else's babies. Oh. And oh, some people were some people were even putting this as like a white supremacy thing because I, it is in it is yeah with with some of what he was saying it was basically implying that yeah we we can't have non whites coming in and ruining white culture in America uh, <laughs> and then some people got on John Tron's case and was like dude the fuck. And he said, uh, oh, yes, the most infamous straw man of all time. A nation has sovereignty or it doesn't. And then he goes on to say, if a nation cannot decide who to let in or remove, it is not a nation at all. 
we can we can do that uh, to an extent, but there's also a point where our we're built on immigrants. Like this, everyone here at one point, like unless you are a Native American, is an immigrant. So, so here's the, here's the thing about that about the that that it, argument, if we can't that decide who to let in or not. Yeah, yeah. We do. Yeah, it's a vetting process. We, yeah, we we do that. But the the thing is, is it's one thing to say no, we're we're not going to let you in. You've killed people. Right or or like you have you have SIDS, like we can't let you in. You are an infectious disease kind of thing. Like that's one thing. Sudden infant infant death syndrome. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, you have you know. SIDS. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know because they they fucking uh, what is it? Isn't that isn't that the thing that Asia was like freaking out about? Some place SARS. 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 That's it. <laughs> <laughs> You see, you see how fucking out of touch I am. Here I am doing, doing political commentary. Oh yeah, but, um, that's that. That's just how we work in in society now, though. We just talk about things we don't actually understand, like John. Um, uh, yeah, except for we're a little bit more informed than he is. Just, just slightly more. Um, in any case, yeah, we we have a vetting process for this, and that doesn't necessarily mean well your religion is one that we don't necessarily find that popular right now. So you can't come in or you're from a country that we don't agree with. Right. And, and that was found like, and that was found. Sorry. Well, you can go ahead. I Uh, I don't uh, think I had a real point. I I was going to say that was found out recently with the uh, immigration ban that Donald Trump did. Mm -hmm. And, we do have we have like a, a eighteen to twenty four month vetting process for people from certain countries to come over here to the United States and whether you know work or even you know visit stuff like that. So we have like a two year vetting process to make sure that the people that come over are safe to come over. And it was found out because constitutionally we cannot um, ban people based on religion, which with that process the immigration ban it was based strictly around religion and so the the federal courts were like yeah um no because that's not good there was like 80 percent of the people that they were letting in were christians with uh the other 20 percent, of course being muslims but from a primarily muslim country are or, or seven primarily muslim countries and then also the new immigration ban got struck down for the same reason because Donald Trump was stupid and ran his mouth. <laughs> uh, well, actually, it was struck down before he ran his mouth. And then afterwards, Donald Trump went up and gave a speech saying, oh, well, that this second one, it's just a watered down version of the first one. I really would have preferred to go with the first one and <laughs> basically went on. And the courts were like, you fucking idiot. We literally... <laughs> Like you, you just gave us ammunition to keep it banned, so it didn't work out very well for for Trump in that one. So I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything about what's going on with that. But but what my point is is that we already have those vetting processes that John Tron is is talking about, and and I'm not sure um, of what else John Tron has said there. Uh, 
It says Jafari, JonTron, was quick to jump on Banal the way that many of the far right do when criticized by claiming that someone is trying to police their thoughts. So apparently uh, JonTron thinks that uh, we're all special snowflakes and just can't handle his free speech. So, uh, you know, the bad thing is I like JonTron. I think he yeah. does. I think he does good videos. I he's one of those guys I can watch like a video, and I'll be like, "That was good," but I can't sit there and watch a ton of his videos over and over and over again. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm a, I I could probably go back and watch some of his older stuff, but yeah, he's not. He's definitely not somebody that you could just like marathon. Yeah, like uh, there's only a few people that I, I I can actually sit there and marathon. Angry video game nerds, one of them. Uh, Spoonie, actually, I really think that he has really good content. I wish he would, you know, the last thing he posted was in November. So, it, I, you know, I thought about that a few weeks ago. It's like, man, does Spoonie do anything anymore? Because for the longest time, basically all he was doing was just story time with Spoonie. And, where it and, was just like, let me tell you about this one time I played D&D. Which is, you know what? <laughs> so here's the deal. I haven't posted a video um like a video review in a, in a couple months, but I try to do stuff. There's, you know, unboxing videos, there's a podcast every week. Like, you know, there's something oh, going yeah. on at all, yeah, all the it, time. And that kind of stuff is actually like, it's becoming more popular because people like viewers are looking for a more personal connection with the people that they're watching. Right. And stuff like that does that. They, they want more of your real personality. And that, that's why I feel like, like some some stuff like the exaggerated let's play bullshit and and even like AVGN's entire like shtick kind of fell by the wayside over time. Yeah, it I because mean, it just felt really wrong. But well, AVGN did... AVGN's whole thing was like more akin to the the review fad that very very much so has died. Well, and and with uh, with AVGN, he's even trans. He's even done other things now. He does uh, Mike and James Mondays. So him and his friend Mike sit there and play video games, like with a Let's Play type thing. Yeah. Um, and he does other things. He does reviews of horror movies and stuff like that. He has a bunch of other stuff that he does where Spoonie kind of has done the same thing. And then he'll be like, oh, I'm working on it. I'm going to make it better. And I'm getting <laughs> off track. I'm getting off topic. But um you know, he's like, I'm going to make things better, and then just stops doing videos. Uh, JonTron's oh. much the same way, though. Like, JonTron will release a video. Well, what were you going to say? <laughs> I've done the exact same thing several times. Like, guys, I've got lots of great ideas. Just wait. And then it's like six months later, it's like, man, I haven't done anything. <laughs> I haven't done anything at all. See, and- you need to work on Undertale. It's what you need to do. I, you know, I was going to do it yesterday and then, uh, instead I got, uh, dragged into putting carpet on the stairs and recalking my bathtub. That sounds like a worse thing to do. <laughs> it was, and it wasn't even like, it sounds like my wife, you know, but it was, uh, my grandparents showed up and my grandpa is of that, that old man mindset of gotta work or else you won't feel happy. So he <laughs> was like, let's fight. Let's do some home improvement today. So, yeah, we added a lock to the side door, put carpet on the stairs, and I recalked my bathtub instead of recording Undertale. Your grandma is awesome, by the way. She's she's great. 
Oh. Yeah. Uh, she comments on all your Facebook posts and is like the sweetest lady. And like, you're like, I, <laughs> you're like, I look, I look fat in this picture. And she's like, oh my God, you look so cute. Yeah. Did you see the thing where I was, I was singing that mindless self-indulgence song and she was like, you do whatever you want with your life, whatever makes you happy. But like the <laughs> lyrics to the song were, I want to be black like MLK. I want to be black like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> like, it's a song about wanting to become black instead of being white. <laughs> and I know that her comment was in reference to like making videos and stuff, but it just sounds like she's like, you can become a black. I don't care. <laughs> You become one of those Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've uh, John Tron's racist. Yeah, that's, that's the gist so, of it. That's the gist of this entire <laughs> twenty-minute conversation. <laughs> I would like to say though, I'm not going to stop watching his videos. Me neither, because I don't think it's fair to judge somebody for their personal stuff. Uh, in regard to their professional stuff, un- unless they are the exact same thing. Like with politicians, like politicians make decisions based on their personal ideas. I have to judge right. them based on what they do in their personal lives. But an entertainer, um, like my my mom is one of those people that will go, well, did you hear that this singer hates blacks? I, I just can't support that. Or And it's like, eh, I don't really care. Because he's not getting a whole lot of money out of out of what he's doing anyway, and I like the content that he makes. Like I, maybe I like this musician's music, but he may be a shitty fucking person. But yeah, well, yeah, most celebrities are. It should be noted that John Tron, its parents are immigrants. Yeah, they're like fucking uh, Iranian, I think. Uh, no, or no, it's it is Middle Eastern. Yeah, but they're they're like it's not it's some Armenian. No, army. No, maybe oh, he's, there's some remember. Middle East like they're they're immigrants and like so he's the son of an immigrant saying, "Oh, we need to not have immigrants," <laughs> uh, which is really crazy, you know, because he's talked about like his dad's immigration stuff, yeah, in in like Game Grumps videos and how like rough that was on everybody, right? Which to, is just like wow. To go back to your point about personal and professional careers showing it basically saying okay this person did something in his personal life but that doesn't make me uh hate him as a professional like like let's let's look at uh robert danny jr like there for years he was doing cocaine and just like off the deep end and then he came back around and like brought his career around like i still liked all of his acting when he was doing cocaine because he he was still a great actor so but on the other hand there's a point where you have to kind of draw that line. So, uh, the, 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 you know, thing that happened about a decade ago, uh, with Chris Benoit killing his wife and child. Oh yeah. Like, you know, it kind of like Mars every time, like you watch a wrestling match with Chris Benoit. Cause you look at like, he puts, uh, somebody in like the, the cross face, which was his finishing move. Which is the same way he killed his son. Okay. So, like, you you kind of got to draw the line somewhere. Because it's like every time he does it, you're just like, oh. Oh, he's Persian. Persian. Oh, okay. Yeah. He he climbs walls, apparently. (laughs) 
Let's let's switch he also to a... hates the he hates the uh, the Spartans. Yes, maybe that's it. Maybe he just doesn't like Spartans. Um, you can't have anyone Spartan. Yeah. So let's let's move on to PlayStation oh, now. Ten. And you're cutting out. Hello, Aroa. Uh, am I am I here? Yes. Okay. Did that your was internet weird. blip? I don't know what happened. I I was having a problem hearing you. Yeah. That was huh? Like the Discord in its entirety just started freezing. Weird. So I blame macOS. Yeah. Why why are you using macOS? That's the problem. Ugh. Anyway, I like it more than Windows. You are so weird and wrong. Mainly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's go to PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now is a thing that is on PlayStation 4 and the Microsoft Windows platform. And it, what it allows you to do right now is stream games to your PC or your PlayStation 4 using a service that uh, Gaijin, I think is what it was called originally. Gaikai. And, Gaikai. And Gaijin. Gaijin, yeah. And, so Gaikai. And now they're going to be allowing you to play PlayStation 4 games that way. So you'll have PlayStation 4 games on your Microsoft Windows computer. What's your thoughts on this? Um, it would be great. If the if service wasn't shit. Yeah, if PlayStation Now wasn't god-awful. Um, I'm hoping that maybe with them killing it off on... Uh, Wow, they're killing it on Vita? I didn't know that. Um, they're killing it off on PS3 and most of their televisions and like it's, it's, it's some other device, probably the phones too, I don't know. But I'm hoping that with them doing that, maybe that'll let them do some stuff on the client side that'll make it less shitty. Like you can I'm... download the games? <laughs> no, that won't happen. Yeah. Um, but because they... I think I mentioned it. Yeah, I mentioned it. I think it was last week that they they have no idea how the Xbox One backwards compatibility works. So then you're not going to see PS3 games running natively on PS4 anytime soon. No, because they like you. You said that they went to one of the Sony executives and was like, "Hey, so you know you got the Xbox One having backwards compatibility with Xbox 360 games. Think you're going to do that for the PlayStation 4?" And they're like, "We don't know. He fucking did it." Yeah, yeah, I, that, that was it. It was he basically. I don't know how it's even possible. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess PlayStation Now is the best we've got. Then uh, that sucks. That really sucks because I um I went back to it uh like late last year, I think it was. And I was like, you know what? I'll uh I'll pay two dollars to rent Sonic Generations, and uh, it was unplayable. Yeah, so, the input lag was just. Not good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I think I think I saw it. I think you have a, a a video or an Instagram or something. Yeah, yeah. I think I posted on Instagram where you just fucking like you press the X button and then like over it. Like it, I think it's it's probably about a hundred milliseconds, but it certainly feels like longer than that. Later, your your character actually reacts, and to give an idea of like what that what 100 milliseconds is if you ever use the Xbox 360 Connect. That's how much latency was involved. And if you've ever used the Xbox 360 Connect, you know it's a god-awful game controller. And oh, it's it terrible. it works for anything other than dance games. So 
yeah, you, uh, you, you got to have better than that. And it blows my mind, too, because I used Gaikai before it was bought by Sony. And yeah. it was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Uh, I played Mass Effect 2 in my browser, and it was amazing. And there are other services uh, on, on live, whenever it was around, um, didn't do a half bad job. It had some hiccups here and there, but it was still completely playable. I, still I wouldn't have, have played. I still have an on live console. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. And, and like. Um, it's a nice paperweight. That's all it is. Yeah. GeForce now um, is pretty much the, the exact same service and it works flawlessly. And even over Wi Fi, like I've, I played it on my Shield portable. I. I I didn't have any problems at all. Like every once in a while you'd get like the game would freeze or something because like your Wi-Fi just wasn't stable enough. But doing doing it like with a wired connection like your computer probably has is completely flawless. Like I, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get what is so wrong with PlayStation now, like what they're fucking up. Uh, their internet has never been great. Like that's the, true. Like downloading patches and stuff, it's way better on the PS4. But the PlayStation Three downloading a patch, like you would have like a hundred megabyte patch, and it would take you like an hour and a half to get it downloaded and installed. Yeah, even even wired. Which I don't know what the fuck they did wrong with the PS3's wireless, but man, was it slow. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah I don't even know. even over wired it was like half the speed of of your actual download speed. It's weird. It's weird. So hopefully I'll I'll test it out actually. Uh they have a free trial I think with PlayStation. Well, uh, yeah, they they don't have um they don't have the PS4 service up yet. No, no, when it comes out. When is do you know when that's coming out? I don't think they've announced it yet. They've they've said it's in 2017, but they're uh they're doing a, a limited beta test right now. Yeah, if you're already a subscriber. Yeah, which... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Let's move on. Let's move on to some Nintendo Switch things. Now, the Nintendo Switch you were talking about earlier, I have one. And there are some frame rate issues in Legend of Zelda. Um, mainly, you'll go into like an open area and it'll kind of load everything up so it'll go down to like 10 frames a second and then pop back up to the... I, yeah, I've, I found specific places in Zelda that just consistently give horrible frame rate drops. Yeah. And it sucks. Uh, I wish yeah. it was a little bit better or that you could choose to, like, have 720p instead of 900p. And yeah. then that would fix it. But you can't do that. So whatever. Anyway, um, it says that there's a, according to several sources at Nintendo Life, you may be getting some frame rate drops on the Switch because of a flaw with the system's Wi-Fi feature. So mm. turning turning off the Wi-Fi might help your frame rate drops. Uh, turning the auto connect feature off. Right. Which is that's kind of interesting because I noticed last night, um, and this was after we stopped streaming, I think. Um, the Wi-Fi was turned off. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It wasn't turned off. It just wasn't connected. Even though, it, like, it acted like there was no signal at all. But yeah, I went into the settings and it just said not connected. 
and I connected it to the five gigahertz and it worked. And I don't know, like the Wi-Fi, the 2.4 was working just fine. So I don't know what happened there, but yeah, I wonder if there's something wrong with their Wi-Fi firmware or something that's like fucking everything else up. Yeah, they might need to, they might need to fix that because obviously if it's causing frame rate issues, that's going to be a bigger issue than just, oh, it disconnects every once in a while. Yeah. Because uh, you can just go and reconnect it. But the the fact that it might be causing the dropped frame rates in Legend of Zelda would not be a good thing, I don't think. So have you noticed, where what places have you found that have extreme frame rate drops? It's, it's, pr- it's primarily been the, because the only place I really played on was the initial Great pla- plateau. Great plateau, yeah. Yeah. And it's like right after you walk out of the uh, of the resurrection shrine, and you walk uh, past the old man. There's this like little slope, and I don't know if it's the way that the sun hits it, or if it's all the grass that's just in this one spot. But walking around on this little slope just fucking sends it down to like fucking fifteen frames per second. So <laughs> like. So, did you know, this is a little off topic, but I don't care. So, have you noticed the Sheikah, basically, the writing, basically, it's on all of the, uh, when you get a map, it'll go do-do-do-do-do-do-do, and the the little symbols will come down? Those are actually a language. Yeah. And they've, people have already deciphered the language? Yeah, I mean, they did that with, uh... With the Zelda language in previous games, too. Yeah. So, I guess when you're getting, like, a map or something from the shrines, and it's... Or not the shrines, but the uh, the big towers. Yeah, the towers. It translates into, like, it's dangerous to go alone. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So, I, I thought it was great, because, you know, old school. There's a lot of, like, little things in the game that are really, really... Like, really nice. Uh, There's so much that's like, you know, you compared it, you asked if if Horizon was better than Zelda earlier, and that's one thing. Horizon doesn't have a lot of that. There's a lot of stuff in Horizon that's, like, rough, and I haven't noticed much of that in Zelda. In Zelda, it seems much more polished. Oh, yeah. Almost like they delayed it for, like, two years. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Almost. Also, there's a jump button. Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. I've I've had some difficulty with that because, uh, like, it's, to jump or to sprint and then jump while sprinting is like I have to use two fingers, like like my in middle finger and my index finger. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or what. Yeah, it's weird. But like, is I. There, there's there there was a gap in a bridge, and the only way to get across it would have been to sprint and jump. And I, like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong there. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think that uh, it's it is he doesn't, a weird. He doesn't it, auto jump, does he? No, it is a weird um setup basically because the jump button is on the top, which you can swap it. Oh, can you? Yep, I, I did that immediately. Oh, then you should be able to like make. Sp- but n- 
but now sprint is is X. Okay, so sprint is X, and then you tap Y with your thumb, I guess. No, it's it's B. B is jump. Oh, okay, okay. And that's okay. the thing. All it lets you do is let you swap sprint and jump. So they just go. They they're both on the top and bottom. So they just swap places. Which it it's really just I think because I, I expect B to be the jump button, but yeah. having having X be the sprint button still doesn't feel quite right either. Yeah, I think sprint should be uh, A. A would be good yeah. for sprint. I, I think that would be fine. Oh well. So good game, and uh, apparently it's really helped Nintendo because they have sold 1.5 million units in the first couple weeks. No. That's that's what we call a segue. Yeah, I did it. It would really um, help if we didn't point it out every time I did a segue. <laughs> well, maybe if we get consistent with these segues, <laughs> I, it I, won't be something to point out. I'm consistently bad at segues. <laughs> so, but the, no, they really did sell. Uh, they sold in. Let's see. Superdata breaks down the figures to reveal around 500,000 console sales in the United States, 360,000 in Japan, and only 85,000 in the United Kingdom, 110,000 in France. Now, there is a reason, and it goes all the way back to the Nintendo Entertainment System, as to why there's only 85,000 in the UK. Well, and the UK is smaller. But in Europe in general... Nintendo isn't as big as uh, other companies. Well, it's the same reason that Microsoft sells like several thousand Xboxes in Japan. Yes, and that's <laughs> it's because it. Because no, no one gives a shit. Yeah. No. Well, what happened with the original Nintendo Inter- Entertainment System is that their marketing in Europe sucked. So they had. Somebody else, I forget who exactly, Mattel, I think, made the Nintendo Entertainment System in Je- or in Europe. The fuck? Yeah, and then they only sold them in really small stores, like not like the big stores, but just like little mom and pop shops. And so they didn't catch on as quickly as they did in you know the United States or Japan. And hmm. then. They went to Nintendo. Went over there and was like, "Dude, your marketing sucks. We're not selling anything here." And so they they took over selling stuff in Europe. But the that caused a problem where certain games would run on the Nintendo branded Nintendo and wouldn't run on the Mattel one, and vice versa. Well, and so uh, evidently Europe just isn't as big into Nintendo as everyone else in the world. So, but in any case, 1.5 million Switch units sold, with of course Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild being sold uh, a lot. Uh, 1.34 million for the Switch version of the game for a brand new system. Yeah, the Switch is is ostensibly a a Zelda box currently. Yeah. I have Binding of Isaac. Yeah, it, was that $40? Did yes. I read that right? Yes. Ooh, not worth no. it. Not worth no. it. Um, I It was in the bundle that I got, and they shipped me. Originally, what they did was they shipped me the bundle, but it was just 1-2 Switch, Legend of Zelda, and the Nintendo Switch. 
And then I guess they're just waiting until the other games get released before they ship them out to me. Uh, wait, so Isaac's getting a physical release? Yeah, I have a physical release of Binding of Isaac. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It came with stickers and a manual. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, 1.34 million units. That's a lot of money for uh, Nintendo. If you take it at, let's say, let's say that they get half of the profit, that's still over $30 million. Yeah. So... They'll get more than that. And then, of course, the Nintendo Switch. Let's say they get half the profit for each Nintendo Switch, and that's a lot of money. They they get more than that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, In in the case of uh, most electronic sales, um, unless they're... Like, like the actual big box items, like consoles and games, uh, stores get very, very little. Yeah, they get about... They get about 10 to 20% off, like, is... I think it's 10% for them, and then it's, like, another 10% for, like, the distributor. And yeah, then... it's... And it's then the consoles get everything else. So they get about... Yeah. They get about 70 to 80% for the consoles. But... Yeah, that that's why whenever you go to GameStop, uh, they want... They want you to buy other things. Or buy used... It. Or buy used because that's one hundred percent profit, pretty much. Minus whatever they paid for the yeah, minus uh, minus the five dollars they paid for the sixty dollars used game. Hey, they paid me twenty two dollars for one two switch. Man, <laughs> it wasn't very good. Well, no, it's not. It's I, actually whenever I went, I went um, to pick up Zelda and one two switch uh, the morning that the switch got there, and the guy was like. You want one two switch used? Because uh, I'm sure we have it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Because <laughs> my thought was like, fuck yeah, they're gonna have one two switch used. No one in their right mind would actually keep one two switch for that long, right? And no, no, they didn't have any used. They, all weird. they had was just dance, which was also not unexpected. Yeah, yeah. There's not very many good games for it. Um, I really, uh, from what I understand, Blast, Blaster Master Zero Did, words. Uh, is uh, really good. What what was it? Blaster Master Zero. Oh, they made a yeah. new Blaster Master game for it. Yeah, but it's it's just Blaster Master One, which is fine because Blaster Master is great. You say so. You know what else is great? The the Dolphin Emulator. That was a better segue. No, it was it was terrible. But anyway, the dolphin emulator. So if if anybody knows what the dolphin emulator is, what it or if you don't know what it is, it emulates GameCube and Wii games. And so you can say, okay, well my Wii is upstairs and I have the game, I can I can just play it on my PC. And it runs pretty well, usually. Well, they have done the impossible. They have made the Dolphin emulator able to go to the Nintendo eShop. That's pretty fucking impressive. And buy games. Huh. So you can buy virtual console games on your Dolphin emulator and play them on your computer. (sighs) And, And here's another thing. 
If you happen to have a the NAND chip, like the the memory from your Wii on your computer running in the Dolphin emulator, you can even download previously purchased games. That's incredible. <laughs> I know. So, I... so basically, like the Dolphin devs have managed to emulate the hardware of the Wii, like pretty much one to one at this point. It sounds like. Right. Right. I it's I don't know how they did it, but that was amazing. And like, especially the whole like, if you get a NAND dump thing, like that's awesome. Yeah. So, if you have a Wii, and the good thing is, like, say you have a Wii, like my sister has a Wii, and it uh, broke. Like it won't output video for some reason. Hmm. And uh, I don't know why. Maybe it was the cables. Maybe it was the nephew broke it. And so. You can, she could now, if she wanted to, go and take, like, get a NAND dump, basically get the, the memory off that, put it on a computer, and then play her previously owned games on the eShop, if she had any. So, if you, it's a really great way if you have a broken machine and you can't find another Wii to be able to play your old games that you purchased. Because, of course, uh, virtual console stuff doesn't transfer via console right like you have to buy all the stuff again yep so this is a good way to kind of save all that and yeah what what's your thoughts on this aroa well i mean yeah it's pretty fucking great um i can't imagine the practical use of it to be honest uh other than you know th- what you just described but realistically why if, if why would you really bother with like ripping the NAND from your Wii or whatever? I, I guess maybe if you have saves or something on there, but yeah, it, well, just the idea like you can just download these games illegally for free and play them on the Dolphin emulator. I, I think this is really cool and it's it, honestly amazing. Yeah, and I, I mean it it, it gives more fuel. To the, to the idea that emulators are still, you know, a thing. Like, but other than that, I mean, I don't know. It's not it's not all that useful. It's just really fucking cool. Do it. I want you to buy games on the Nintendo eShop. You know, actually, I, I was going to say, I didn't even know the Wii Shop channel was still around. I didn't think it was. I tried to connect my, uh, my Wii to the online service here, and it would not connect. But that's probably because the Wii only will let you use, like, web security. Because they're awful. Well, that's, um... Yeah. That's Nintendo messing everything yeah. up. Even the PSP couldn't handle, uh... Uh, WPA2 uh, until, like, I think the third hardware revision. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know I when, when I got my uh, DS, like, I was I was trying to get it online for something, to, like, download updates or something. And I was like, why aren't you connecting? So I went online and they said, oh, you need to have it in web security mode. And I'm like, web is the worst. <laughs> it's it's just as bad as not having any security at all. Nathan, Nathan, it's wired equivalent <laughs> privacy. Protocol, protocol, isn't it? Pro, 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 uh, maybe that's it. Yeah, wire, wireless equivalency protocol or something like that. And and here's no, the it's, thing. It's though. privacy. It's privacy. Oh, is it? Okay. 
But yeah. but here's the difference. And this is the one that really makes sense. Between WPA2 and WEP, WEP was cracked in a day. Whoever whoever made it, it came out, and within a, within 24 hours of WEP being a security protocol, was already cracked. <sighs> well, you know, that's what happens whenever you use security features from 1997. Yeah. It, things, so, things were simpler back then. They were. They were simpler back then, and we still had lots of viruses. It's just people kept chugging along with them, and they didn't bother me about them. Which was my favorite part of that, was them not bothering me about viruses. <laughs> uh, let's move on. We're going to move to uh, the something that I'm really excited about. You might not be, because you're a youngin, but I'm really oh, excited about it. Oh, I see. <laughs> so we've got the Capcom is announcing the Disney Afternoon Collection. With six 1080p retro classics. So they're upscaling them, of course, to 1080p. I don't think they're redoing all the graphics. No. But we've got Chippendales 1 and 2, DuckTales 1 and 2, Darkwing Duck, and Tailspin. Now here is here is my question. Did anyone else besides me think that gadget from Chippendales Rescue Rangers was kind of hot? Is it just me? Uh, I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> and yes, I am a member of the cult. I, I don't know what you're talking about. What, what, what is that? Uh, there is a cult of people who worship Gadget from Rescue Rangers. That is amazing. I did not know about this. <laughs> you know, I, thought, I thought that. Yeah. No, yeah, I, totally. I, I, I was just like, when I was a kid. Oh, was you like, were being serious. Yeah, I was just being serious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the the cartoons like that definitely like uh, made me question whether or not I was a furry before furries existed. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not down with the yif. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, but that said, um, yeah, there's a there's a cult. I think they are primarily in Russia. Oh, um, of people who who. Basically, treat Gadget from Rescue Rangers not maybe not necessarily as a god in the traditional sense, but more like like a god of fertility kind of thing. You know, they they just think that she's the most beautiful and amazing person they've ever seen. That is cartoon. That is fantastic. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, um, moving on. These are six great games. Actually, I don't know about Tailspin. But I know that... I, I don't think I ever played Tailspin. Chippendales Rescue Rangers, those are supposed to be two really good games. The first one was alright. Um, DuckTales 1 and 2 are good games. Yeah. Uh, Darkwing Duck is basically a Mega Man clone. Which is fine. Which is fine, and it's a good game. And I don't know, I think Tailspin is pretty good. So... Uh, here's the, so it's going to be releasing April 18th on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Why not the Nintendo Switch? I don't know. They really should put it on the Switch. But anyway, it's going to be twenty dollars, nineteen ninety nine. And uh, since Nintendo, oh, it, it is on it's the because Ni the games are already on the Virtual Console. They are on the Virtual Console, but and they're five dollars on the Virtual Console. 
That's retarded. But they're not on the Switch Virtual Console. Uh, yeah, there is no Virtual Console yet. Exactly. That's what I said. Oh. <laughs> well, you said so, they're not on the Switch Virtual Console, right, implying right. that there is such a thing. I, I know. I know. They're they're making it. It's they're it's a work in progress, much like everything else with the Switch. <laughs> yeah. So it is it is a little bit cheaper because for all these games on the Wii U or Wii Virtual Console, it'd be around thirty dollars. So you're saving about $10 off of that. Uh, what do you think? Are you going to grab this or no? I doubt it. I I have never seen the appeal of rebuying really old games, uh, particularly whenever they haven't done anything to them. Like, I kind of understood DuckTales Remastered. That was it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I understood that because... It was it was redone with new music, new graphics, and all that. Like that's that's neat, and and I like to encourage that. This, however, like what they, they they added boss rush and time attack, and it's yeah. upscaled. Like, yeah, I think that eh. I think part of the reason why they're doing this is Ducktales is getting a new TV show. Ah, and uh. So I think that they're trying to kind of capitalize on the the new TV show coming out. So they're like, oh, we have this Capcom classic. Also, uh, DuckTales 2 and I believe Chippendale's Rescue Rangers 2 is incredibly expensive right now. Well, uh, yeah, because I, I think that they were like of the last games released on the Nintendo. Yeah, so. yeah like the DuckTales 2 was released in like 93, I want to say. And the Super oh, Nintendo wow. the Super Nintendo came out in 91. Yeah. So, like nobody was buying games for the regular Nintendo at that point. So, it's it, incredibly rare. Um and, and do you know who is playing Scrooge? You probably don't cuz you didn't even know about it. Who's playing Scrooge McDuck in the show? Um is it going to be uh, it'll be somebody from nerd culture. Somebody from nerd culture. Yeah. Like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Can't not putting your finger on it. Patrick Stewart. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. I don't know why, <laughs> but I knew you were going to say that. I can't think of any other old men that are in nerd. He's culture, not old. Really. He's not old. Well, he's a little old, but he's not really old. Who? He's Irish, know. I believe, or Scottish? Irish, I think. Is it Jack Septicai? No. <laughs> That'd be awful. It's David Tennant. David Tennant. Yeah. I. I mean, if he can. Have Have they released any clips of him? Yeah. Does he sound good? He sounds pretty good. Yeah, it looks a little weird, like the. I don't know. Maybe it's because I I grew up watching Ducktales, so I'm, I'm like this doesn't look exactly like Ducktales looked, um, but yeah, yeah, he sounds pretty good. He sounds he sounds pretty decent. I gotta look this up because yeah. Anyway, uh, I watched enough Doctor Who to know that what the fuck. David no, right. so David Tennant's Irish. He actually has an Irish accent. Or Scottish accent. 
So the yeah, when just, he, I don't know how he's gonna do as an old Scottish man though. I don't know, but anyway, that that's pretty much our podcast today. It's good. All right then, it's good. Uh, where can we find you, Aroa? I'm on Twitter at Aroa. Um, I realize I don't think I've been hawking my Instagram. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, but, right. And I post a lot there. That's Aroa one three three seven, just like my YouTube channel um, and your Twitch. I'll post and my Twitch. Uh, and a lot of other things where Aroa was either already taken or was too short of a username. Um, so yeah, it's I'm all over the place. And uh, the music blog I never update anymore is uh, satanoscillate.tumblr.com. I do keep wanting to post things on there. I just never do it, uh, like most of my life. So Right, right, uh, exactly. Yeah, uh, like posting uh, more Undertale Let's Plays. Yeah, you know. Um, do it. I, I do fully intend on doing it. Um, maybe maybe next Saturday. Maybe. Do it. I am Nathan Reeton's Ruth. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Reeton, beam.pro forward slash Reeton, twitter.com forward slash Reeton, youtube.com forward slash Reeton. You can find me on Instagram as well at Reeton. You can find this podcast if you're listening to this on the interwebs somewhere like on YouTube or listening to it on uh, com, You can find it on iTunes and Google Play under Reeton Podcast. We do a podcast every single week with a rotating crew of people other than me. Usually it's Aroa. Sometimes we have other people in here. This week uh, we didn't have the ability to get anyone else, so it's just us two. Yeah, so. Nick, Nick didn't even reply. Yeah, she didn't. Nope, she's mad at me. What'd you, what'd you I, do? She's not actually mad at me. Uh, we were going to record something yesterday, but I uh, I had to cancel because I got home at 4 a.m. Oh. So I was like, I'm a, I've been up for 23 hours. I think I'm going to sleep now. Because <laughs> I drove uh, from where I live to Albany, Oregon, then to Portland, Oregon, then back to Albany, and then back to um, Redmond. So... Uh, just to give a little reference, it co- it's about four and a half hour drive to Albany and then to Portland. So I drove a lot. Drove about That's a, that is drove yeah. about nine hours. Yeah. Plus, I had my phone stolen, so I wasn't in the greatest of moods. Yeah, no, that is understandable. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I thank you for being here, Aroa. No problem. And I will talk to you probably next week. I'll, I'll probably talk to you throughout the week since your wife's going to be streaming on your uh, your Twitch. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>